0: Researchers have reported a case of antibiotic-resistant bacteria passing between dogs and their owners. And these bacteria aren't just resistant to any antibiotic, they're resistant to colistin, an antibiotic of last resort that we usually use when all other treatments have failed. Mark Holmes is a vet and microbial scientist from the University of Cambridge. He wasn't involved in the research, but he's been taking a look for us. So, Mark, where exactly did they find these bacteria?
1: So these researchers uh, investigating uh, potential transmission looked at 80 households in Portugal and they found in about 8% of the pets, they looked at cats and dogs, and in about 3% of the people, the uh, when they grew the bacteria from faeces samples, they identified bacteria that had this resistance.
0: seems like quite a high number.
1: Yeah, they looked at about 100 pets in total. I think it is a worrying figure.
0: And what kinds of bacteria are they?
1: So they're a type of bacteria that you commonly find in most mammals' guts, so... E. coli or Escherichia coli. There are strains that are only found in particular host species but there are many examples of this species of bacteria that we know can jump relatively easily between people and animals.
0: How did this antibiotic resistant bacteria get into the dogs and the cats?
1: yeah and it 's interesting this because colistin is not an antibiotic that would have been used on cats and dogs uh, either in Portugal or in the u k um, However, these resistance genes often live on a plasmid which is a mobile piece of DNA that uh, the bacteria sort of share among the e coli share amongst themselves and the package may contain more than one antibiotic. So I suspect what may have happened here is the use of conventional or non-critical antibiotics has actually selected bacteria to survive that have this plasmid or have this mobile genetic element and the colistin resistance has sort of, you know, is, is, is a sort of hidden package.
0: And how might that bacteria have spread between humans and their pets?
1: Well, I think even in quite hygienic households, it's very common and very easy for gut bacteria you know one hates to think of it but fecal bacteria to contaminate surfaces to contaminate the floor you know we may talk about the you know if it's only on the ground for a second or two three second rule you can eat it but anything that comes into contact indirectly with dog feces will be in a route by which you could have picked up bacteria from the dog and the dog can equally pick it up from people ferreting about in your dirty clothes clothes or relatively poor hygiene will accelerate that but I'll be honest and say that you know in my household I could honestly say that you know we never manage 100% hygiene it's always going to be some transfer of these bacteria between people and their pets.
0: Can they show that it's the same bug that's in a pet and in that human's home can they show that link between the two?
1: Um, yes, yeah, so that in this case they found in two of the households that the dogs and the people had pretty well the same strain of E. coli you can genome sequence I don't think they genome sequence, but you can genome sequence the bacteria and show that maybe they have only three or four base pair differences which would make you think that they definitely had a very recent common ancestor so there was effectively a transmission event had occurred.
0: And is the concern that, well, humans might then get this E. coli with this bit of genes in them that makes them resistant to the antibiotic, and then we might have some sort of E. coli epidemic? Or is the concern that that E. coli could then spread that to another bacteria that's really harmful to humans?
1: Um, That is a possible scenario. I mean, a lot of the time, pets have the same... MRSA, so a methicillin-resistant Staph aureus as their owners and vice versa. And in this case, it's an E. coli that is normally a commensal. So Staphylococcus aureus lives on the skin, E. coli typically lives in the gut. The problem comes if you have a wound or you have um, your immunosuppressed, or sometimes just that the bacteria escape from their normal environment into the bloodstream, then you've suddenly got a methicillin-resistant, or in this case, a colistin resistant bacteria. So these opportunists, you know, these are what we call opportunist pathogens. They can be pathogenic in their own right, but only if they break out of their normal environment. And there has to be some predisposing factor. But you're absolutely right. The broader group of bacteria, which, which includes E. coli, are capable of sharing these mobile genetic elements between species. And you, we, we worry that the continued spread of antibiotic resistance means more and more of the pathogens, So something like Klebsiella could easily pick up a uh, Escherichia uh, plasmid and cause disease.
0: Thanks very much. Mark Holmes.